Cape Town, Pierre de Foss. Uh, Professor, thank you for your time. Uh, I, I picked up on the, that quote by the Attorney General. It, I suppose my first question is, is this the trouble with most of our Chapter 9 institutions? They're going about uh, doing their, their work uh, according to their mandates, but uh, little comes of it. Well, there is a problem in the sense that the Chapter 9 institutions, of course, are all have always been created to help the government govern better than it does and to assist it to improve. But if there's no political will to improve, then, or if there's some resistance from some people with power inside the state, then it's very difficult for these institutions to fulfill its role because we, the, these things don't work just through pure exercise of might. It, mm. it requires some kind of cooperation, a willingness to improve, and so on. So I think there's a problem there that that the other branches of the state, the prosecuting authority, the police, they don't always investigate when there's alleged allegations of criminal offences. And those um, who head up the various departments and so on are reluctant for various reasons, some of them understandable, but are reluctant uh, to actually uh, sh- take action against people who do not do what they are supposed to do. I'm interested. I've been going through the um, the basic uh, uh, document uh, on the essay constitution about the way uh, the, the basically tasks uh, that our, um, the public protector, for instance, is uh, tasked with, and of course the Commission for Promotion and Protection of the Rights of Cultural, Religious and Linguistic Communities. I find it very interesting, uh, some of the, the I, don't, I don't want to call it fine print, but uh, like the Human Rights Commission is mandated to take steps according to legislation, while uh, the CPPRCRLC, if I've got that right, uh, can recommend, while the gender equality can monitor and investigate. Whereas the Attorney General apparently has additional powers and as does the Electoral Commission. When we talk about additional powers to the AG and the Electoral Commission, what do we refer to? Well, the additional powers are those that are granted by legislation. So you you get certainly what is in the Constitution. And the, the Constitution sets down the minimum powers. But that doesn't preclude Parliament from passing legislation to give any of these bodies extra powers that is required for them to fulfill their mandate. Um, so that is really, that is also what has happened, for example, with the public protector. The public protector um, has powers that go beyond um, what is actually um, provided for in the Constitution in terms of the jurisdiction of what you can investigate. The one thing I, I did pick out about uh, the public protector is it does say uh, the public protector is mandated to take uh, appropriate remedial action. Is this where we kind of got stuck up with the, um, the whole sort of argument about what the public protector can and can't do? Uh, well, the, you see, the, that was one of that was the um, actual uh, topic of the constitutional court judgment, and the constitutional court now has interpreted what that actually means. Um, so, yes, now we know exactly what the Constitution actually says, what it means, what the possibilities are. But even so, you know, these things, people have a tendency in South Africa to want to solve what sometimes seem to be political and systemic problems through legal me- measures that doesn't always work. So even now that the public protector has um, binding powers, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean that the public protector, who, no matter who it is, could 
instantly and miraculously fix everything. Some of the issues are systemic. Yeah. Parliament, you said, ultimately is uh, empowered to give the recommendations as by the Attorney General, and we've heard the ANC uh, suggest that it may be something that be considered, especially when it comes to the AG's report, that they give these uh, Chapter 9 institutions greater power. But beyond that, if a uh, Chapter 9 institution feels that a recommendation is not being taken seriously enough, you've spoken to us earlier about the fact that other states of uh, um, organs of the state are required to respond if certain recommendations have been received. What steps are there for Chapter 9 institutions to perhaps pursue in terms of solving a problem that they've identified? Well, some, the, many of the Chapter 9 institutions have power to engage with the various uh, bodies. So like, whether it's public protector, auditor general, you know, to help them, because it's not only punitive, it's also to help them to correct their mistakes. That's what the public protector has often done. She said, well, this is what you have done wrong. This is how you can change, make correct it, and I can help you to understand this. Um, and they can use this, so what the Americans call the bully pulpit of public, the publicity, obviously. Mm. Um, so that is one option. The, the other option, which hasn't been explored a lot, um, which somehow a little bit contradicts what I said earlier, but in extreme cases, it is possible for these bodies to go to court and to, to try and get the court to make a declaration to say you are not complying with what you are supposed to comply with and we want the court to order you to take certain steps to give it some extra bite. But that's quite an extreme thing because uh, these Chapter 9 bodies are not uh, sort of they're in the middle, they're not the judiciary and they are not uh, one of the other branches of government. Just finally on that uh, call, I mean, how how much better would service delivery be or, or performance by government departments be if indeed some of the findings from the Attorney General, for instance, were binding and forced changes? Well, the Auditor General, um, obviously, the, the Auditor General is there to look into the finances and to see how the money is being managed. Um, I think even if the, the, the findings... They are in some way already binding because nobody can say, well, you, we don't agree with the, the auditing report you've give, given us. Um, it is, the, the, that, that report is final. The question is what happens after? And I'm not sure. I think unless there is some bite, unless there is some mechanism for the Auditor General, for example, to follow up and to say, if you do not correct this and this, or if you do not uh, actually um, uh, pursue criminal prosecution of this and this and this individual, you will be in contempt. That will be a way of dealing with the matter. Just saying that it's binding is not really going to make any difference because uh, the, fi- the findings of the, uh, uh, of the Auditor General are in, in its way already binding.